Carolyn, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. We're going to get everyone up here. Kurt, if you want to request, and I'll get Scott up here as well. How did the interview go? Oh, it was great. Awesome. Hey, Wendy, how you doing? I'm good. And yourself? Good, as always. Good, good. Thank you. Just give one second, and we'll get, we'll get ready to get started. There's Kurt. So first, I'll, I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, Carolyn, just for you, and you, you definitely touched on this in the interview, but for people listening now, what has the last, you know, four or five months been like for you? You know, we've seen Julius play, I think, the best best basketball of his career. You know, he's kind of brought the Knicks back to to a place they haven't been in a, in a few years. What has this been like from your perspective to watch your son kind of, uh, you know, be the face of, of a team that's that's just trying to get better every day? Uh, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. I know the hard work he put in after the season last year and just through his whole career and just to see all that hard work, um, you know, finally come through and have results with it. I'm just so happy for him. I'm so happy for this team and just happy for the city of New York, just, you know, bringing happiness and seeing his smile after every game. It's amazing. And for you, um, you know, Tom Thibodeau coming have um, expectations of, of what he wanted to be individually this year, but also like what, what he think this team could be. Cause I know like, you know, the perception is, is one thing, but internally inside the locker room with a new coach, um, did, did, did he speak to you about, you know, what he wanted to accomplish this year and what he wanted this team to be? Um, he kind of went out a little bit, what Julius wanted to accomplish and what he wanted this team to be. Is that what you asked? Yeah, just in terms of, like, his expectations okay. for this year. Um, well, you know, he said try to, try to set goals for himself, you know, every year on things he wants to accomplish. Um, like I said, he put in a lot of hard work over the off season, And so just wanting to, you know, just give something to the team and, you know, bring winning back to the team and to the city, just, you know, just giving something back to the city and just accomplishing, you know, goal and bringing back winning to New York, uh, something that they, you know, missed for, you know, a few years now. Yeah, we talked about it. Um, Kyle and I were talking just, just before you came on about, um, you know, this is something that New York hasn't seen in a few years. So it's been exciting to watch this kind of rebirth of the Knicks. Um, so we'll get Michael here for the first question. Uh, the floor. Oh, thank you. Um, so, uh, Caroline, I just want to know, Knicks fans, they criticized uh, Julius a lot last season for his, like, below-average play. So I just want to know, like, how – I don't know if you, like, pay attention to the media or anything, but, like, how much do you think it, like, affected about, you know, to – what does it say, uh, to, to level up his game and stuff for next season? How much do you think Well, you know, Julius has always had a winning mentality. And so um, he's always worked hard every year and um, was always wanting to bring something back the next season, you know, uh, better than what it was the season before. Um, Things just didn't work out that way the first year. Um, 
but he stayed in the gym. He didn't give up. He worked out three times a day for those seven months. And um, the hard work is just showing off now. Thank you very much. Awesome. Adam, you're up. Hey, Ms. Giles. I actually uh, wanted to ask you kind of about your experience playing basketball. Because um, I know you, you used to hoop in college. And if there was any kind of particular moment, um, whether it was on the court or off the court, uh, kind of like a basketball learning experience that you had that, you know, you passed on to Julius that you think was kind of maybe something that he's always carried with him or was also a learning lesson for him as well. Well, I just want to say maybe his work ethic and um, just carrying, you know, his work ethic with him, you know, through everything that he does, not just with basketball, um, you know, just always working hard. That's what he saw me do every day. He would say, you know, um, taking care of him and his sister, um, never giving up. And so, you know, with that, that's something he takes with him, you know, every day with whatever he does with basketball and, you know, just life period, never giving up, uh, you know, tell him all the time, you know, if he's having a bad moment, don't hold his head down, hold his head up. That it's nothing down there on the floor for him to look at, hold his head up because he's only wanting to reach for the highest and just keep working hard at it. It's going to come together. Thank you so much, Ms. Kaz. You're welcome. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. Um, just quickly, if anyone has any questions um, from the chat, you can drop it in the chat and I'll, and I'll ask. Or if you want to come up, just send a speaker request and we'll get you up um, as soon as we can. So next I'll throw it to David. Hi, Ms. Kyles. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I just want to thank you for all Knicks fans for raising such a, a wonderful kid and um, – I think he's quickly becoming one of our uh, our favorite Knicks of all time. So so thank you for doing such a good job raising him. Um, but I, I I was wondering, you know, what's impressed me the most about him is you know New York can be kind of overwhelming for athletes, and especially when um, you know when the when the spotlight is on you as much as it has been on Julius. And um, I'm I've been really impressed with how sort of calm and collected he he seems to be was he kind of always that way as a as a player um when he was younger or did he have to kind of uh get rid of that fire in his belly like his like his son displays on the court now these days (laughs) (laughs) yes um you know he always put the work in so he knew what he could you know what was in his mind and in his you know ability to bring to the court but julius um, I think that fire in his belly, as you said, is it's still there uh, because Julius hate losing, and um, he, you know, gets really mad and uh, when he loses because he feel like they should, you know, win every game, and then you know he just try to look and see, you know, what went wrong, so you know he can do better. The, you know, the team as a whole, what they can do better. You know, the next game. Um, but other than that, you know, when things are going well or whatever, I guess you're going to say, you're going to always see him looking calm and smiling. And, you know, like I had said earlier, um, I told him um, when I love, you know, after every game, I'll text him 
win or lose. And I'll just tell him something. And I said, you know, I love seeing you smile after every game. You know, all that money I spent on those braces is paying off. I love that smile. And so when I see him <laughs> smile, I know he's, you know, he's in a good place. Well, I think it's be for all Knicks fans that we all love to see that smile. So <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you for your you. time and uh, thank you for answering the question. You're welcome. Thanks. Coming up, uh, I'm going to take a quick one from chat and then I'll send it to Kurt next. Um, question from Yash in the chat. Hey, Carolyn, uh, have you been to a Knicks game this season and how do you feel as a mother hearing Julius get MVP chance every time he steps to the free throw line? Uh, I have, well, take that back. Uh, they played in Dallas uh, last week, Friday. And so that's home. And so that was the first game that I've tended this season. You know, with the pandemic, um, it's been hard. I'm diabetic. And, um, you know, I finally got, you know, both shots. And so we're just real protective. My family, you know, Julius and Kendra, um, you know, of me, um, you know, being on a crowded plane and stuff. But, I'm in front of the TV on my ottoman, just sitting in front of the TV every game. And it's, you know, fussing at the TV and fussing at the refs or whatever. So it's almost like a bear. But that game in Dallas to see him for the first time in a year play, it was amazing. Um, it's nothing like in person. And the Knicks fans are just amazing fans. Um, hearing that chant, MVP, MVP. You know, like Julius and Kendra said, you guys have my grandson saying that chant, MVP, MVP. <laughs> so it's great to hear, and it would be amazing if he accomplished that uh, that award. Amazing. Thanks, uh, Yash, for the question. I'll give it to Thanks, Chris. I got two questions. The first question is for both Wendy and Carolyn. There's two winning streaks on the line. The Knicks and Raptors <laughs> are playing on Saturday. So, so – who who's any? Hey, I, I I don't know. Hey, we just have to see. You know, we just have to see. I'm sure both teams and both of our sons are going to put forth their best effort, and you know, we'll just see. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait for the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I already have it set on record on my you know TV. I'm just waiting. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I know that uh, there'll be multiple points of the game where Kem and, and Julius are faced up or Kem's guarding him. So I'm sure you guys will be um, will be actively or, or texting each other. From the beginning <laughs> to the end. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> it will be. We'll have to wait and see, Kurt. I mean, look, the, the next, what are you guys, eight right now? Eight winning yep. games? Yeah, straight, and we're four solos in. Yeah, we're it's all in love, right? We're yes. we're gunning for the fifth. It's all in yes. love, but <laughs> amazing. Well, I, I've definitely got that one penciled in. Uh, Raptors are are fighting for the playing game, and obviously the Knicks are yes. now in fourth. So it's incredible. My second question, Carolyn, is uh, I think it's well documented that. Julius looked up to Kobe and idolized him and then had the ability to play alongside him as a teammate. So his idol turned into a mentor. What was the dynamic like? Between um, amazing. Um, Julius, you know, really looked up to him and it was amazing for um, 
in the draft for him to be picked by the Lakers. And um, Kobe always, you know, talked to him about work ethic, um, you know, not just doing what you need to do, but going above that. Um, even after Kobe retired, Julius could call him up and say, hey, you know, can you work me out? Uh, Kobe always told him, you know, you call me, I'm going to always answer, you know, I'm going to be there. And he always was, um, even if it was first thing in the morning, I was saying how Kobe said, okay, be here at five o'clock. Juice like PM. He was like, no, AM, <laughs> you know, and don't be late. Don't be late. You know? So that's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing <laughs> to hear just building on that, uh, I'm I'm in Canada, and you know Wendy's in Canada. You're playing, or Julius is playing alongside a fellow Canadian and RJ Barrett. Uh, what has that been like? Uh, it, they look like they're having a great time together, and we love to see both Julius and RJ. You know, I really can't answer that. Um, I try to, you know, I, I just see that. I just see what you see. You know that. You know, they are all, you know, like you say, you know, 15, you know, and they're all there for each other, playing strong for each other, you know, looking for each other, lifting each other up. And um, that's a great thing. That's how a team accomplish, you know, their goals. That's how a team can get to, you know, having eight wins in a row, you know, getting along, being there for each other, working out together. Um, so it looks like it's great to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Thanks so much, Kurt. Uh, we got a question from from Scott in the chat. Just wanted to know what it was like uh, being a Kentucky mom and, and and watching in on those games. Those fans in Kentucky are just as crazy as the fans are in New York. I'm telling <laughs> you, they are ride or die. I Julius, when he was first drafted, he sent me on a vacation to Hawaii. And we, uh, me and my girlfriend, we were driving out somewhere, you know, on the beach. And this kid walked up to me and he said, are you Julius Randall's mom? And it kind of threw me, you know, it was 2014, you know, and he was like, I was like, yes. How did you know? He said, oh, you look so familiar. I figured it was you because we're from Kentucky. I was like, what? And I called Julius. He said, mom, yeah, they everywhere, mom, they everywhere. <laughs> and so, um. It was just amazing, you know, the fans and, you know, Coach Cal, just, you know, great experience. Um, I'm glad, you know, out of the many schools he chose, all of them were great. But um, I think that was a really good choice. Awesome. Thanks so much. Just building um, building off of what Kerr mentioned earlier about going to the Lakers and, and working with Kobe, what, what is it like as a mother – watching your son for teams in different cities and going from LA to, to Louisiana, New Orleans, and now here with New York, what is that? What are those transition periods like? And, you know, is there anything you have to work through with, with, with Julius about, about those, about those moves? Not at all. That's just something that you learn to deal with, you know, being a professional athlete. Um, you know, there's only a few athletes that whoever they were drafted by, you know, their whole career, they're with that team, you know, Kobe being one of them. Um, so, you know, you just never know. You just adjust and just be ready to pick up and move. And Kendra, my daughter-in-law, has been great with, you know, preparing the family and finding another, you know, home once they get to that new city. 
it's just part of what you have to deal with. Cool. Right on. Let's pass it off to Wayne. Thank you, Chris. How you doing today? Good, good. Uh, Miss Carolyn and Miss Wendy, how are you all doing today? Great. What's good, Wayne? Miss Wendy, if you're good, I'm good. You know how we rap. Nice to have <laughs> you again, as usual. How you Always doing? a blessing. When I see you, I'm good. Trust me. Aww, My question for you. both of you all is, what are you doing on a day-to-day basis to make sure you are taking you time? In today's society, it's very busy, very fast-paced. Um, as NBA moms, because I, I wanted to hear about you all, what are you doing to ensure that you are protecting your U-turn? This is Wendy. I meditate. So in the morning when I get up now, I dedicate a good 15 to half an hour um, just for myself to clear my mind before I start my day. And I actually go to bed doing the same thing. That's great, Wendy. I need to look into that. Well, what I do to calm myself or or stress or find a calm moment, I go out jogging. I do like five miles a day. If I don't jog, then I have a Pelotron and I get on the bike and I do a couple of classes and that kind of like, you know, get that sweat and that heart pumping and that just kind of just relieves a lot of stress for me. And last one, uh, what, what, what is one goal you want to accomplish by the end of 2021? Thank you, Chris, again, and I appreciate you too, ladies. A goal I want to accomplish. um, I wish this pandemic, everything would come back to some type of normalcy to where I could be with my family more um, than what I am now. Absolutely. I completely agree with Carolyn. That's the only thing I want right now. That is such a huge accomplishment because my family is in multiple places right now and it's really hard for us to get together. So if I can get them together, even if it's just for one day, I think it'll be the biggest blessing uh, throughout all of this. Yeah. Thank you as always. Thank you, Wayne. Thank you so much, Wayne. No problem. Uh, for coming up, I got Kyle next. We'll get him in here. Kyle, you have the floor. Hi, Carolyn. Hey, Wendy. Uh, thanks so much uh, for taking the time to do this. Uh, my question uh, to you, Carolyn, is uh, during um, the early years of uh, George Randall playing, like in, in junior high and high school and such, was there like a special moment that you can remember where it was like there was kind of that realization like, wow, uh, George has a really good shot at making the league? Has a really good shot at making the league? Yeah. Uh, probably um, doing all his recruitment. Um, all the college coaches would say, you know, okay, uh, oh, he that's the NBA player, you know, and to get that kind of information from coaches like Roy Williams or, um, you know, his coach, Coach Cal from Kentucky, uh, Billy Donovan at that time was in Florida, to hear those coaches say that to you, then, you know, then that's when you get that wild moment of, okay, it's the possibility that, yes, this dream is going to come true. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Thank you so much again for taking the time to answer our question. You're welcome. Thanks, Kyle, for coming up. We got Steve. I'm sorry. I had a mute on. I apologize. <laughs> Hi, Carolyn. Uh, quick question here. Given that his career had kind of like a 
took a little bit to get going. How is he embracing the fact of like being the man in such a basketball mecca like New York, where he's so beloved all of a sudden, where like he probably being like a high pick and everything else, probably assumed this might come a little faster, but to finally get there, does he like really relish that? Um, he's just happy that, um, you know, he, he's just happy that the team is moving forward in a positive way, you know, giving something back to the city of New York that they haven't, you know, had in a while. And just seeing the joy on the fans' faces, giving them something to chant about. Um, like he says, you know, you know, they're 15 deep. And for all of them to come together and make this happen, um, you know, it's great. Perfect. Thanks so much, Steve. We got a couple questions from chat. Um, from Ant Wright, he wants to know, um, what other sports did – did Julius play growing up and did he ever consider, um, you know, pursuing any of those? I only let Julius play basketball. Um, his high school coaches wanted him to play football. He was at, um, you know, halftime and, um, at a football game. And one of the events was, um, halftime event, you know, people came out who could throw the football, the furthest. And Julius was like at one end of the field and threw it almost to the other end. And so they wanted him to play quarterback and they just bugged me to death. And I kept telling them no. And I said, Julius, you need to tell them, stop coming up to me, asking me to let you play football. And he said, mom, let me play it. He said, I'm going to be gone. I said, gone where, boy? He said, gone down the field. They're not going to be able to catch me. And I'm like, look, Stick to what you're good at that you have your dream with. I said, because if you get hurt in football, you can't play basketball. So the answer is no. And we're not going to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we got a second question from, from Bree. What's something people would be surprised to know about Julius? That he can cook, I guess. Um, Julius learned how to cook probably in high school. Um, I worked in accounting. And so when it's month in, I'm just like really tired because I'm at work late. And it was a period there. Maybe I didn't cook for like maybe four days. And he said, this woman is not going to cook. I have got to learn to survive. And so he would ask me how to cook certain dishes like lasagna and stuff like that. Um, so he knows how to cook. Perfect. Next, we have Daniel up on stage. Daniel, you go, you go ahead. Okay, I just want to say hello. Um, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I'm 16 years old. It's been tough watching the Knicks for a while, but of course not now it's tough. So what does it mean to you that Julius is obviously one of the most loved people in New York sports right now and went from one of the more hated people in New York basketball to by far the most loved? Well, I love him. He's special to me. And as, as a mom, you always want to see that your child is loved. So it's amazing. Um, I'm totally happy, over, just ecstatic about it. And um, thank you guys for loving my son. I mean, of course, what, what he's done to the Knicks has put them at a level. <laughs> Personally, with all the years of suffering, I didn't think I'd, I'd see again in my lifetime. And one more um, um Quick question is, when he signed with the Knicks in free agency, did, uh, as his mother, did you, did you like that? Or did you want him to sign? I want uh, whatever Julius wants. Um, he's not a kid anymore, you know, um, where I can say, you go here, you sit here. Um, he's a grown man, and these are his decisions. And as his mom, I just have to back him um, because he knows more of the inside and, 
of what's going on with that team than me talking with it with his agent. So I'm just a supportive mom and just being there for my son. So whatever he decides, I'm right there with him. Okay. Thank you so much for taking your time to answer my question. You're welcome. Thanks, Daniel, for coming up. We really appreciate it. Next. Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, my first question is, how many uh, I Love New York shirts do you have? And my second question is, um, how impressed are you with your son? I mean, did did you have any expectations for him for New York? Or like you said, he's a man now. Uh, as a mom, did he exceed your expectations, meet him? Are you blown away like I Um. Your first question, I didn't hear because there was some music playing, and so I didn't hear what you asked because you said there was two questions. Oh, I asked how many I Love New York t-shirts. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't have any I Love New York t-shirts, but I do have several Knicks t-shirts and jerseys. And... um I think he's, he asked, am I happy about what he has accomplished? Is that what your second question was? Well, he's accomplished a lot. I was wondering if he exceeded your expectations as a basketball player okay. or met them, or if you're just blown okay. away as a fan like the rest of Okay. Um, Julius, I'm just going to, based on Julius's mindset, Julius can never exceed his expectations because he has expectations of himself every day that he wants to accomplish. So, um, you know, once you, you know, reach all your goals, you feel like, you know, what else Thank is you there? So Perfect. Thanks, Randall. Next, we'll go to Larry. Hi, how you doing? Uh, first off, just want to say welcome to New York. I know you've been here for a couple of years now, but this is my hometown. So welcome. I hope everybody's been treating you well. But um, what was it like for you and Julius? Because obviously the parents play an integral role in everything. But what was it like when he suffered his first, like, real significant injury when he broke his leg his rookie year? Well, that was a devastating moment because that was his first NBA game, uh, 14 minutes of play. And... um I almost didn't make it to the game. I was going to come that weekend. And he said, Mom, this is uh, opening night. You got to come. And, you know, I'm glad that I did. Um, it was, uh, you know, a hurting moment. Um, you finally reached your dream and he breaks his leg. Um, but, you know, um, he, you know, he came back strong. And um, it was, um, you know, just 19 years old. So it gave him a year a moment to, you know, learn and, you know, pick Kobe and other players, you know, brain and ask questions and um, apply it to his game when he did return that next year. Well, that's good. And it was awesome to, to see him bounce back, too, because um, I was a huge fan of his when he was in Kentucky. And I remember when he got drafted, I called my brother, who's a Lakers fan. I'm like, yo, y'all got a problem. Y'all about to go places. <laughs> and then he got hurt in the first game. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. So to, to see him progress from Kentucky all the way to what he's doing now in New York, like personally, I, I've always seen it in him from what he did in Kentucky. And then his last couple of months in New Orleans, he was out of out of it. He was playing out of his mind. It was amazing. So happy to yeah. see him in New York. I'm glad he's doing well. Thanks for answering my question. You're welcome. Thanks so much, Larry, for coming up. We appreciate you. Uh, next, we'll go to Joseph. Uh, yes, ma'am. Thank you for uh, 
allowing me to speak. Um, big Lakers fan here, and uh, I just want to say that we take pride in our young guys that are doing well across the league. And I just want to know, is there any current veteran player that maybe Julius leans on as far as mentorship? Hmm. I can't answer that. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I know he's friends with Meta, um, um, IT, you know, um, you know, pretty much it's pretty much a family, you know, um, he still talked to a lot of his, you know, ex teammates. Um, but as far as advice and stuff from another player, I'm not sure. I, I really can't answer that. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. All right. Thanks so much, Carolyn um, and Wendy. I think we're going to wrap up um, if there's no more questions. Uh, I don't have any speaker requests, but if we, I think we have time for one more if anyone wants to come up. Um, but if not, Carolyn, uh, we really appreciate your time. We really appreciate you coming onto the show. Um, we're all super excited to listen to the interview um, and hear more about Julius and yourself and your family. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, we hope you have a great night. And for everyone else, thank you so much for listening. The full interview will be coming out in the near future. Uh, you can follow us everywhere at Courtside Moms. Thanks so much and, and have a great night, everyone. Thank you. Bye. Do it naturally.